Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 13, the season finale, titled March 8th, 1983. Okay, this is an excellent end to a really phenomenal season. I adore Everything about this episode. Everything about this finale. And see, what's really interesting about this episode, structurally speaking, tonally speaking, is that the first couple seasons of The Americans had really bombastic uh, finales. Really big, loud finales where they had, like, huge tidal wave conclusions to... A whole crap ton of storylines. Which, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. I I, I like that every bit as much as the next guy. In fact, I do adore both of those other finales, The Colonel and Echo, as well. But this time around, they elected for a much quieter, character-focused approach... To a season finale. For whatever reason, this time around, they didn't feel the need to go all bombastic. They didn't feel the need to go all insane. Uh, They didn't feel the need to do, like, this tidal wave conclusion the way they did with seasons one and two. It is much more laid back. It is much more reserved uh, than either the Colonel or Echo. Like, they've proven themselves enough at this point, that they can get away with having a quieter finale. And it is every bit as good, if not better, than those other two season finale episodes. And there is so, so much happening here. Holy crap. So, I guess we'll start with the big thing here. So, Paige and Elizabeth... Going across the world to West Germany uh, on this trip to see Grandma. (laughs) We're going to see Grandma, Paige. (laughs) It sounds so innocent when I say it like that. Uh, No, they're going on their trip to see Elizabeth's mother for one last time before she dies. So they go all the way to West Germany... Uh, I love this moment also where Elizabeth's already left and Philip's now negotiating with Gabriel. Like, hey, so they're there. No one, uh, no one caught any red flags on passports or anything like that. Like, we're, we're good. You just gotta get Elizabeth to see her mother. And Gabriel's just like, oh, oh you you're a child. You're a child. Grow up, Philip. You're, you're you're a child. 
Like, he is real pissed about this. Like, you can't blackmail the organization like this. Like, he is not happy that Philip went behind his back and just said, Yeah, go to West Germany. I'll use that as leverage. But, of course... Uh, in the midst of Paige and Elizabeth trying to understand each other more, and, like, Paige getting all paranoid when Elizabeth's like, I want to make sure we're not followed, which is just normal behavior for her, which is just normal habit for her, but it is terrifying for Paige, uh, and all this other stuff where Paige is trying to understand Elizabeth better, uh, we get to finally have... Three generations of Jennings women together in one room. Uh, we see Elizabeth's mother, Paige, and Elizabeth together. And they're having this beautiful, beautiful reunion. I love this scene where they just wheel her in and they have this wonderful reunification uh, they talk about how much they missed each other. Uh, Elizabeth's mother gets to meet Paige for the first time. And it's just this really happy, really somber moment. It is such a magnificent scene. And then the mother leaves. Uh, Paige starts praying for her. And Elizabeth doesn't do her spiel of like, yeah, screw that prayer shit. It's all stupid. Like, she just sort of... She literally lies down and accepts it. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, by all means, pray for her. Uh, she's kind of in a bad place right now. She is about to die. Uh, so we get another, like, nice mother-daughter moment. Uh, I also love this one scene where Paige turns to Elizabeth and says, like, how, I don't understand how she could have let you go like that. Would you, like, would you let me do something like that? And Elizabeth gives, like, a very non-answer of, you would never have to do anything like that. Conveniently not actually answering her question, and then, of course, they come back. Uh, it's this great mother-daughter arc. It's an absolutely amazing mother-daughter storyline. And, uh, we'll get back to the Paige front later because there's another thing I need to talk about with Paige that is kind of a big deal, but I want to save it for the end of this discussion for the purposes of suspense. For the purposes of a free-flowing discussion. So while all this is happening, uh, Philip is back in the U.S. of A. And in addition to standing off with Gabriel, uh, is kind of going through a bit of a self-loathing self phase. Kind of going through a bit of a self-loathing deal. Uh, he talks to Yusuf. And Yusuf's like, okay, whatever you did, it worked. They are not meeting with these commanders anymore. Because two of them are dead, and the other killed them. Uh, so, yeah. We, uh, we got that victory. Yay! And then Yusuf was like, 
Is it worth it? And Philip basically says out loud, like, I feel like shit all the time. <laughs> like, he just hates himself. And so, out of all the outlets in the world, he starts attending Est. He is getting self-help from Est. And not only that, not only is Philip going to Est now, but who does he run into but one Sandra. <laughs> one Sandra Beeman. So now Philip is meeting his friend's ex-wife at Est. And oddly enough, it is specifically a sex seminar. This is not weird at all. And you can tell that Philip knows, like, this is this is actually kind of weird. This is, like, really, really weird. And this is, like, while Stan and Sandra are divvying up stuff. So Stan's at, like, just, okay, yeah, this is real. So this is a huge thing. And... When Philip and Sandra sit down and start talking about why they're there, Sandra just says, Hey, you know what? Since we're here anyway, why not? No secrets between us. Let's just tell each other everything. Of course, Philip knows what this means and is like, I'm not sure I could do that. Because I'm a Russian spy. Uh, I, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'll quote-unquote think about it. And while Philip is going through this phase of extreme self-loathing, uh, he also finds a way to fix the Martha bug problem by killing some dude who works at the FBI and making it look like a suicide, making it look like he placed the bug, and leaving a suicide note that says, I had no choice, I'm sorry. And this is such an amazing scene, where Philip's just in this dude's apartment, and, like, sees his, like, figures, sees these toys that he's collected, presumably, and is just sort of, like, playing with them absentmindedly, and then the dude comes in, and he hides... And he, like, sort of sneaks up behind him and just chokes him out. And then you see him, like, messing with all the tape. You see him writing that suicide note. And then it pans over and he's just hanging from the ceiling like, oh, God. So, uh, he just, he just killed a dude to protect Martha. He killed a dude to protect his in to the FBI. Uh, to protect his... Second wife. Yeah. Uh, sure that has no potential of blowing up in his face. At all. Just perfect there. No loose ends. No possibility of anyone in this relationship becoming uncomfortable by that. Uh, no possibility of this going back on Philip in any way. 
It'll just be fine. He and Martha will be happy from this moment forward. Uh, meanwhile, we got a crap ton of stuff happening with Stan. Stan has now reached this point. Where he has pretty much all the proof he needs to arrest this defector. Pretty much all the proof he needs that this defector is actually a Russian spy trained to defect. Uh, Oleg gives him this... This announcement from the center that like, hey... Uh, no one has to carry out, uh, no one should carry out any assassinations without our approval, so, uh, shut up. Stop, stop bugging our defector. And Oleg's like, okay, uh, I will go on tape, and I will proclaim that, yes, this woman is a Russian spy. And then Stan delivers this intel. Gad is not too pleased about how he got it. Because this is the first time Stan admits that he and Nina had an affair. And he admits that Oleg got to them both. And he admits that he then proceeded to work with him to free Nina. At this point, Gad is just like, what the hell? What the hell, dude? What the hell is wrong with you? Did you place the bug in my office? No, 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 I, I swear I didn't. I did not do that. I don't know who did that. It, it was not me. Well, okay, you're still an asshole. I'm going to order an investigation into you. I'm going to order an investigation into you because this is not okay. What you just did is the worst thing. And I especially love how they arrest this woman, they arrest this defector, and then the government just decides, you know what, uh, screw you, Stan, we want this CIA asset more. F your love life. No one cares. But then, of course, when the FBI investigation opens up, uh, this one superior comes in and is like, you know what? Uh, you once said to me that uh, you couldn't stand the red tape. You know what? I'll stand behind you on that. Uh, so we will not uh, launch an investigation to, into you. We will stop all of that right now. Uh, all you have to do is keep pressing Oleg and try to turn him. Continue that operation and you are... 100% good. It's almost, uh... It's almost kind of like the position Nina was in. In, uh, in the previous season of The Americans. Huh. What an interesting coincidence, quote-unquote. Uh, I do love how they now have a... Uh, because it's definitely intentional. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Like, I love how they now have Stan in this position that mirrors what Nina had to go through. Not too long ago. 
So now Stan's ass is saved through some form of magic. I mean, Gad's still pissed, but other than that, he's good. Uh, we also got some stuff going on with Nina. Where she basically just flat out vocalizes for the first time. Hey, I don't want to keep buying my freedom. I don't want to keep, like, destroying lives in order to save my own. I'm kind of done with that. Because Nina, like, has literally, for the past several years, for the past several seasons, has been just buying her freedom. First it was with Stan, then it was with the Resident Tura, then it was in the prison, now it's with Anton. And she just flat out says, I'm not doing that anymore, I can't. So it's this great moment of like, yes, finally. Like she's making her own decisions. Like she now is willing to act in some other form than... Screwing over everyone else to defend herself. And I loved it. I I loved that moment. It was so, so satisfying. And, uh... Then we have the ending. That glorious, glorious ending. Paige and Elizabeth come home. Paige expresses some concerns over the lying she has to do. Paige goes into her room. And is crying a bunch. And then decides, hey, I'm going to call Pastor Tim. She calls Pastor Tim. Says everything's not okay. I don't know what to do. They're lying to me. And they want me to be a liar too. And then she says to Pastor Tim. They're not Americans. They're Russians. Holy shit! Holy shit! So now, there is someone outside of the Jennings household, outside of the KGB, that knows Elizabeth and Philip are Russian spies! Ah! Oh my god! Holy shit! All this, by the way, while Reagan's giving an address... Uh, condemning the Soviet Union as the most evil people on the planet while Philip and Elizabeth are watching in searing anger. Like, holy shit. This ending. I remember. I remember when I first watched this, I was like, holy crap. And, And actually, like, I picked this up just before season four came out. To the point where I binged the first three seasons... In a few weeks. And then I had like a month to go. Before season 4 came out. And I was just like. 
need season four now. Like, it was just such a mind-blowing ending. Like, I couldn't fathom someone outside of the Jennings household, outside the KGB, and a freaking pastor, no less, knowing the Jennings secret. Like, this is such a precarious position. I had no idea where they were going to go from here. Like, there's a million directions they could have gone. And, of course, we will find out what direction they will go. When we begin our discussion of season four, starting tomorrow. Uh, this season was incredible. It's absolutely phenomenal. Like, see, here's the thing. Early Americans, not perfect. Has issues. It took a while to become one of the best TV shows. It took one of the... I can't talk. It took a while for it to become one of the best shows on television. Because season one, really, really good. Not great. Had a couple of issues here and there. Season two, not perfect. Had a... Had nitpicks with it. But this... This is the first time... That I watched Americans and was like, this is something else. This is absolute perfection. This is breaking bad levels of mastery. It is incredible. Let's say season one's an eight. Let's say season two's a nine. Season three and beyond, by the way. It will maintain this level of mastery, trust me, is like solid 10 out of 10. Solid A plus 10 out of 10 material. This is when it went from really good to great to absolutely masterfully brilliant. It's an incredible, incredible season. It's a game-changing season. Uh, and I love everything about it. And it's only going to get better from here. Because season four. Holy crap. Season four has a special place in my heart. But we're not talking about season four today. We'll talk about that uh, tomorrow and then over the next several weeks. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives. So that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows, and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate Everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 1. Talk to you then.